Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Maz and you're listening to the intro to episode 15 of the Balanced Natural Health podcast, where we discuss East, West and all the best in natural health. So today's episode is about Chinese medicine and the coronavirus. And I've decided to split this into two episodes. I've been very fortunate to have access to some of my colleagues' case studies. So my colleagues in China who are on the front line in Wuhan treating coronavirus with customized herbal medical prescriptions. So there's a lot of information that's coming out of China, a lot of interesting case studies, um, a lot of media reports as well. So I just want to take my time sifting through that and fact checking, cross-referencing and so on so that I can come back to you with the clearest and most correct and up-to-date information. So I had been hoping to get that information ready for this week but there's as you can imagine quite a bit of data coming through so that will be coming out next week. But in the interim, in light of all of the toilet paper panic buying and other madness that's going on out there, I thought it would be good to have a chat about what Chinese medicine can offer in the prevention and bolstering of our immunity in the face of this coronavirus. And there's a lot that we can do in our day-to-day life to boost our immunity because there is no Western medical cure currently for coronavirus and all of this, or for the novel coronavirus, and treatment is just supportive treatment, so just helping keep people alive while their immune system does the work. Because there is no Western medicine treatment, really the best cure is prevention. So being as strong as possible and creating an unfavorable environment within our bodies for the virus to take hold. And this is where Chinese medicine has a lot of insights to offer. So if we look at the some of the cases, which I'll be sharing in more depth next week, some of the cases that are coming out of China, what the Chinese doctors are finding over there is that they're consistent with an excess of what we would call cold damp in the body. And that translates to cold being hypofunction and damp being inflammation and phlegm production and so on. And this aligns with the Western medical perspective on the novel coronavirus in it being a inflammatory, it causes an inflammatory response in the lung and it does seem to affect those who are more compromised with pre-existing health conditions and so on. So that would be aligned with um, cold or a deficiency of function in the body from a Chinese medicine perspective. And interestingly, when I've looked at some of the tongues of these patients being treated in China, my colleagues have shared some photos. It's really fascinating. We use tongue diagnosis as one of our markers in Chinese medicine to help us get an understanding of what is going on internally for the patient. And it's a very valuable insight because, for example, the tongue coating and the color and thickness of it gives us a clear indication of what is going on with the gut microbiome, so the bacteria within our bodies and the relative balance or imbalance there. And the shape of the tongue, the color, the thickness, the hydration of it also provides very valuable information about the internal uh, goings on. 
And what doctors are reporting and showing in photos is that patients presenting with symptoms of the novel coronavirus have a very thick tongue coat, which is consistent with dysbiosis or um, bacterial imbalance internally. And what they're finding is that within several days of treatment with Chinese herbal medicine prescriptions, that the tongue coat is rapidly returning to what we would call a more normal or healthy tongue coat. And again, this is consistent with cold and damp excess in the body. And so they're treating these patients with herbs that are the opposite of cold and damp. So they're warming and drying, pungent and aromatic. Things like um, cardamom and patchouli are getting featured as well. So things that really bust up all of that phlegm, as well as herbs to support the body's own innate immune system in boosting the fight against the coronavirus. And so given that we are combating cold damp and also in light of the fact that the virus popped up at a season of cold and dampness that popped up in the Chinese winter, um, it suggests that the people with pre-existing cold damp conditions were overwhelmed by the external cold damp of the current environment and therefore provided a more hospitable environment for the virus to take hold. So therefore, taking our cue from the Chinese medicine doctors in Wuhan and their herbal formula prescriptions, which are warm and pungent and drying, we can take that cue and incorporate that into our diet and lifestyle. So eating foods that are warm and well cooked to support our digestion and to support our gut microbiome, including fermented foods, 100% avoiding inflammatory foods and inflammatory lifestyle practices. So uh, from the inflammatory foods perspective, that would be any non-foods. So things like preservatives and additives and flavors and colors and so on. And certainly looking out for things like seed oils. So canola, sunflower and soy, which are highly inflammatory and they hide in a lot of our packaged foods, even the healthy ones. For some people, it might be limiting or avoiding gluten and dairy, which might be inflammatory for certain individuals, certainly limiting sugar and even some of the guidelines coming out from the Chinese doctors over in Wuhan is avoiding too much fruit because it is sugary and can contribute to inflammation, which translates to dampness in Chinese medicine talk. So definitely tweaking our diet from that perspective, including digestive supportive herbs like uh, ginger and cinnamon and five spice and all of those lovely pungent things can really support our bodies. Also looking after our immune system by making sure that we're managing stress, that we're taking time out from rushing around and making sure that we get enough sleep as well. Our immune system relies on that too. And getting gentle movement, so daily walking or Tai Chi or yoga, they're not necessarily smashing our body and depleting it, but boosting our energy by gentle movement that links motion with breath. Meditation can be amazing for those of us that can include that in our lives as well. I think everyone can benefit from it, as I always seem to come back to in every episode. But meditation is such a potent health tool because by switching off the stress response and the inflammatory response, it then allows the body the space and it allows the immune system the space to do a bit of a search and mop up of any invaders and to keep ourselves in the best position and fighting off any of these potential viral or bacterial attacks as well. So 
I've touched a lot on ways of eating and living to combat dampness in my last episode. So if you'd like to recap some of those and how they might be relevant in boosting your immunity, then episode 14 is the one to go to. Also, some of my earlier episodes, I've talked about inflammation and how we can mitigate inflammatory effects in our life. So that might be one to look back on as well. I think it was episode two or three quite early on. So if you'd like to look back at how you can moderate inflammation in your life and allow the body more time in that rest, digest, repair and heal mode, that parasympathetic mode where we can best respond to any immune challenges. And of course, from a Western medicine perspective, because we know that the novel coronavirus has receptors for lung tissue, it's very important that we constantly wash our hands with warm soapy water for at least 20 seconds after any contact with others or when we're out in public, and certainly only touching your face with washed hands. Because the virus does have receptors for lung tissue and one of the quickest and easiest ways that it can get in there is via the nose or the mouth. So making sure that we only touch our face with clean washed hands is going to cut down on our chances of that virus coming from outside to within. And starting to practice observing how often you do touch your face. I've been quite shocked at how often I touch my face throughout the day. So starting to get into the habit of not touching your face. And really this is the benefit of a lot of the consumer face masks like the low level ones. Really it's not so much about um, reducing what we're inhaling but more so about keeping us from touching our face with contaminated hands. So I hope this has been a helpful overview in simple steps that we can take to boost our immunity in the face of the coronavirus. Probably much more beneficial than stockpiling toilet paper and stripping all the supermarket shelves dry. It's just madness what's going on out there. But if we just calm down the fear and just look after our health and immunity, that will put us in much better stead to face any immune threats going forward. So I hope this has been helpful. I'll be going into more detail and providing some links to the case studies that I can share publicly next week so stay tuned for that let me know if you have any questions in the meantime and I'll try and address them in next week's episode and until then wishing you the very best of health